8-15, practice number one for your Green Bay Packers. Today, the annual shareholders meeting. Uh, it is an all-comers party, including our next guest, Aaron Nagler from PackersNews.com. It's touched down in Green Bay, part of the festivities today. He joins us on the line right now. Hey, Aaron. Hi, Greg. How are you? I'm doing great. So here we go again, right? <laughs> it seems like we were just here. Uh, except you have a new hotel that you could potentially stay at. Are, are you yes, are you staying yes. at the Lodge Kohler? Absolutely. Gannett, nothing but the best. You know, they fly me in from New York, first class, put me up at Lodge Kohler for a, a month during camp. All of this is a lie. There we go. Lobsters are waiting for you as uh, when you get to dinner time. <laughs> uh, any takeaways from the shareholders meeting today? I mean, nothing major on the football front. Uh, it, it is pretty much... You know, as it is every year, very positive forecast financially. The football operations are in great shape. Uh, Ted Thompson was even cracking jokes. Um, you know, Mark Murphy displayed a really good sense of humor as an MC, sort of, and it was all good. And the weather even cooperated. It was a beautiful day. So I don't think there were any major headlines made today, but, um, you know, the state of the franchise is excellent. All right, so the tone is set. Let's move on to football here. Training camp begins on Thursday morning. I, what, what is the main storyline for you, Aaron, going into training camp? Well, I think I don't think there can be any question. It's all about how they you know, get around to that annual tradition of trying to fix the defense and make the defense kind of pull its own weight, so to speak. Uh, I don't think there's any question that the offense will be potent. As it is, as it stands right now, of course, they haven't taken a snap. Not a single injury has occurred. Uh, they stand to be one of the – they've got to be one of the best offenses in the league heading into the season. Um, and I think that's, you know, what people expect out of the Green Bay Packers, especially under Mike McCarthy with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. The question, as always, is on the defensive side of the ball whether it's how they're going to get to the passer, how they're going to generate a pass rush, or how they're going to cover people in the back end. I don't have to tell your listeners how, you know, how very, very bad they were in that regard last year. So I think more than anything else, those are the battles. That's the side of the ball that will get you know, focused on the most. But that's not to say there aren't things on the offensive side that people will be kind of curious to see once camp starts. Uh, I think the, the biggest question is, you know, how is the wide receiver depth chart shake out? How does the running back depth chart shake out? But outside of that, I think most of the focus will be on the defensive side. Yeah, running back is kind of interesting here. I, I like Ty Montgomery a lot, both on and off the field. He can do a lot of things. I think he's kind of a headache for defenses. We saw that on display last year. I do think he can shoulder the load and carry the ball as much as you need him to. I, I just don't know, and I guess everybody's in the same boat here. I don't know what's behind him. And if Ty goes down for any length of time, like he has during the course of his short career, who you lean on next? Because I see Ty Montgomery and a lot of rookies and a couple of fullbacks. Absolutely. And I think the question would be when in the season that would occur. If it happens early in the year, you have to think they'll probably re lean on Aaron Ripkowski a little bit, kind of like they did in Week 17 last year. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's a question of how it shakes out during camp, and I think that's why – that's the big anticipation on the offensive side because we don't know what any of these guys are going to look like. Who's going to pick up the offense? Who's going to be the best in pass protection? Who's going to have the best hands out of the backfield? Who's going to be the best at you know taking the adjustments from Aaron Rodgers at the line of scrimmage? There's all these questions that uh, are going to play out. We're going to get the answers to over the course of the next month. And, uh, you know, the not knowing, I think, is what makes it so intriguing. Aaron Nagler of PackersNews.com joining us on Sports Central, presented by Miller Lite. Training camp practice number one set for 8-15 Thursday morning. As you talk about the defense, hard not to focus on the secondary, Aaron. And I, I always get nervous when 
you, you sink too much of your, your hope and, and reliance on rookies really being rock solid from the get-go. I think Kenny Clark playing in the middle last year, that defense on the line, okay, gets kind of hidden, right? But when you're in a, a cornerback and, and you're on an island out there, it's just a different ball game. And you, you have to live with him being a rookie, Kevin King, the first-round pick. Oh, I don't think there's any question. And I know, judging from my uh, Twitter feed, a lot of fans expect him to line up week one there against Seattle as one of the starters, most likely opposite Devon House. And I'm not sure that that's a, you know, that's a given. Um, as you say, you are on an island. And in Dom Capers' defense, there, it's so multiple. It's so complex. There are so many layers to it. So many adjustments, so many things that happen after you break the huddle. We've seen this before. Remember when Ha Ha Clinton Dix was drafted in the first round uh, after a year in which the Packers had just horrible play at the safety position. Everyone assumed he was going to be the week one starter. He didn't get on the field for three or four weeks. So I'm not so sure that it's as simple as penciling in Kevin King for week one and letting it be. Now, he may play lights out in camp and er actually earn that spot. Uh, but that there's a long way to go before we arrive at that. Point. Well, I, I like the tools, right? I mean, you have to look at this on paper and say the Packers got a little bigger and a little faster in their secondary, If uh, even if you include the second pick, Josh Jones. I like that, but they, they're also less experienced. So I, at some point, you hope that takes over, and, and who knows? Maybe these guys become you know stellar players. Uh, they're certainly going to be tested. And I think the other aspect of it is you don't know what you're getting back out of Demarius Randall and Quentin Rollins. I'd love to say that injury is why they didn't play terribly well last year, but I'm not 100% certain of that. Well, and I think the tape kind of speaks to the fact that, yes, there's no doubt that the injuries to both uh, affected their play down the stretch last year. I don't think there's any doubt in that regard. However, there's also tape from prior to those injuries where they didn't look very good. Uh, you just have to go back and watch the first month of the season and see that Dem Demarius Randall did not look appreciably better than he did his rookie year. Uh, so that's a worry. You know, this is a guy you spent a first-round pick on, and you expected to kind of be entrenched as your starter at this point in his career, and now you're sitting there wondering what, what exactly you have. You've got a guy who's shown incredible athleticism. Uh, he's definitely got explosion when he's healthy. Uh, you've seen that when he's in zone and has eyes on the quarterback, he's got a real knack for going to get the football. Uh, the problems have come when he's been asked to play man. And unfortunately, in Dom Caper's system, that's something you're going to have to do a whole heck of a lot of. So, yeah, there, you know, the move, I think, so far this offseason has been to kick him inside to play that star position that we saw Micah Hyde excel in and Charles Woodson back in the day. Um, but your question there is, will he be able to tackle? The whole reason, you know, Casey Hayward never got that job full time was because Micah Hyde was a much better tackler. Is Demarius Randall going to be a willing tackler? against the run? Is he going to be able to come up and force plays back inside like that position demands? That's all stuff that's only going to be answered once the pads come out. At what point do I go to Twitter and see that the Packers have parted ways with LaTroy Guyon? I check every day and it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah, I actually asked Mark Murphy about that today. Um, if only because in the way I phrased it to him was, you know, I know Mark Murphy has made it very clear time and again that Ted Thompson is in charge of football and he lets Thompson run football. And that's all well and good. In Latroy Guyon's case, I think we're passing the football aspect of it, and you're talking about a, a player who's been suspended twice in the last three years, who in the league's smallest market, the, you know, the players are more visible than anywhere else in the league. This is a representative of your franchise who clearly, just for whatever reason, doesn't seem to get it. 
At what point, especially with his play really falling off a cliff towards the end of last year, at what point is he no longer worth the headache? Apparently, they haven't quite reached that point yet, and my hunch is they're going to keep him around through the four-game suspension in case one of their big bodies gets hurt. Um, but even then, I still tend to think, like I said, given his play last year, I'm not so sure he's worth that headache. But Packers seem to disagree. Player from year one to year two who you think will make the biggest jump? You know, I get asked this question a lot. I'm going to keep with. I'm going to stick with what I've said all offseason. I think I know Kenny Clark is the one that most people point to. I know Kyler Fackerel is probably the the one that most fans hope, and maybe the Packers hope makes the biggest jump. To me, I think the answer is Dean Lowry. I just I look at his tape from the last month when they went on that run. Uh, his play really improved as the year went on to the point where he was a true force against the run by the end of the year. And you couple him with Mike Daniels and Clark along that line. I think they're really going to be cooking with gas. I, I, obviously, Pat's got to come on. He's got to prove it again. He's got to show improvement. Uh, but I really liked what I saw from him. Make sure to follow him on Twitter. Read all of his stuff at PackersNews.com. At Aaron Nagler is what you need to type in. And uh, Aaron, we'll see you up in Green Bay later this week. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Thanks a lot, Greg.